Okay, so we are back with episode four already. Four episodes of um, the podcast and so far so good. We are enjoying it and it seems the listeners are enjoying it too. Actually, I got a lot of comments about the cheating episode that it was too short. (laughs) Everybody said that we should do a part two soon. So I guess down the line somewhere we'll do part two. Mama, how are you feeling about the podcast so far? Oh, interesting. It's good to share your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, and like we are saying, it's conversation mm-hmm. and they are topical issues. Yeah. Yeah. And these are conversations that we have all the time. So it's just really interesting hearing other people's opinions after we give ours. So today, and just a little bit of heads up, it's raining. We are sitting on our porch at home and it's raining a little bit so if you hear like some slight showers in the background that's what it is and as usual you'll probably hear some birds and some cars passing by and ice cream sellers and some planes so just a heads up so anyway today I want to discuss something that I've been thinking about for a while and it's actually very interesting to me and I wanted to ask my mom because I think she is the perfect case study (laughs) for this so i want to ask you how do you um how are you able to be a feminist but at the same and at the same time like an african housewife so let me elaborate on what i mean so when i say feminist like now today feminism has so many different connotations or meanings but then the way I see my mom as a feminist is that ever since I was a baby, like she's, you have always been pro-woman or woman rights and gender equality. And one, one episode that I really remember so vividly, I don't know, I'm sure you also remember this, but then in, I think it was in 2000, the year 2000, there was this like killing of women in Accra, in Accra, no, in all over Ghana, yeah, yeah, Ghana yeah. the whole country, there was like, it was like these ritual killings. So it's like, there were killings of women almost every day. I think it came up to like maybe 50 or so. Like it was a, quite a big number and they were killing women and it was kind of gruesome. I don't want to go into it, but then it's like just a little bit of info. They were cutting off their breasts and stuff like that. So it was obviously targeting women, right? And at that time, my mom was there president of FIDA. We spoke about FIDA on our first episode. So it's an organization of women lawyers that come together and just um, give help for mostly women, but sometimes men go there. So it's like they give legal help free. It's a free um, organization. So my mom was the president of FIDA at that time, but it's what I really remember about that is... (laughs) This is where I also get my bravery from, I think. But at that time, the police weren't putting as much attention as I think they would have if it was killing of men, right? So it's like they were killing, I mean, they were doing like investigations and reports or whatever, but it just wasn't enough. And I remember my mom one day went on TV and they had all dressed like they were going to a funeral like wearing all black like with black scarves and then it was like all the women lawyers were behind them and my mom was attacking the um, IGP that's the head of police in Ghana saying 
what you're doing is not fair i remember it so vividly like if it was men you'll be doing this if it but it's because it's women you're not doing this yeah so like what you're doing is unfair and and i remember like i was so scared that was jerry and i my my brother right before me was we were so scared because the igp used to go to the same church as we did <laughs> and he was very known to be like a very kind of hard guy like he's not somebody that you really mess with especially you know ghana those times wasn't as free speech now so we were so scared like hey mama like what are you doing like we have to go to church and, and i think when we actually went to church he greeted you exactly. he came and he said hi and then i remember when he was walking towards you i was like oh my god what's about <laughs> to happen it was so scary but then that's how like i see feminism is like you know just kind of like giving a voice to women that's my definition especially with regards to you but then my question is my question um so my question is how are you a feminist how do you how are you a feminist and then how are you able to be a feminist and a quote unquote african wife because like it's almost as if <laughs> and I don't mean this in any disrespect or whatever, but it's almost as if like immediately when you get home, like your feminism stuff kind of like goes to the side because it's like then, you know, it's not that like it's gender equality doesn't exist, but it's like you're very like, yeah, and like how anyone expects an African wife to be like very submissive, very catering and everything. And to me, it's just very interesting. So I want to ask you how you can reconcile the two. Oh, thank you very much. And I think it's good for us to be around and share ideas, uh, especially mm -hmm. on gender equality. Yeah. I always prefer to be referred to as a gender advocate rather than a feminist, mm -hmm. depending on the definition that one will put uh, on it yeah because i believe that if one is talking about gender equality mm -hmm. all that one is uh, talking about is that we are all equal and equality means treating each other fairly it isn't a question of uh, subjugation of a woman over a man or vice versa but recognizing the rights of each sex so that basically mm -hmm. is what we promote and i'm happy that you refer to fida because i always say that uh, fida is my labor of love mm -hmm. because you know every time that i'm there and i'm giving a voice we take it that giving a voice to the voiceless and let me just say yeah. by the way like sometimes my mom can be sick <laughs> and she still finds an excuse to go to fida Exactly. <laughs> that is interesting. It has, uh, normally I say that maybe I have been bitten by the bag, mm -hmm. by the feather bag, likewise the flower bag, because you know we believe that uh, most women don't have voice. So what we try to do is that we provide the voice, and yet we do let them know. That, that doesn't mean that, you know, you need to be rude, you need to be oscillate. Mm -hmm. It means you cannot have a family mm -hmm. or, you know, be, uh, I wouldn't say, you know, uh, submissive in course. Yeah. But then, you know, you should be assertive, as I always say. Yeah. So the two can coexist by 
letting your partner mm -hmm. or you know or your husband mm -hmm. showing respect mm -hmm. and also demanding respect right. from each other so that is how normally i look at this so, okay yeah. so when i say like how do you reconcile the two i feel like you know like when you talk about africa like in general like women's roles and stuff like the the issues that we always say um, yeah. we always face like women's roles are in the kitchen or in the home and you know like those are the main um issues that women i mean the there are many but those are the all most of the ones that you always see that you know girl child like maybe they don't get to go to school because they have to be in the kitchen or they have to look after the kids and all that stuff right but then to me I see it a lot in Ghana and I say and I don't know whether it's like that in most African countries I'm assuming it is but then what I see is that even though now like women are doing what men do like you know all the jobs even the ones that are quote unquote men jobs like pilots and all these things like you see um, women doing them but at the same time when they come home it's still like that tag is still on them that you still need to be in the kitchen you still need to be you know it's 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 different like i feel like yeah. maybe somewhere in this like in the states i'll, I'll talk about the states because that's where i'm used to like if it's a situation where both partners work like they both go to work right it will be there, there's maybe some kind of arrangement that okay we both go to work so we are both tired when we come home so then we share the duties so maybe um if i like um, give the kids a bath or a shower you cook or if you um, put the kids to bed I will clean like you know there's, there's kind yes. of like um, yes. uh, sharing of um, duties but I really don't see that in Ghana like I see it like okay the woman will come home and still goes to the kitchen and still and then it's almost and still like you know really cater and i'm not saying that catering to like your husband is bad but then i don't really see like even though so it's it's almost like a little unfair because it's like in addition to you going out and you working then you come home and then you do all the home chores as well like i see that a lot yes. and it's it's to me i feel like it's very rare in ghana to see like a man in the kitchen especially when his wife is there like it's almost absurd to feel like okay you know um my wife came home so like i will do dinner i will make dinner or i will like you know set the table or i will it's almost like you know it goes back to you come home you still go to the kitchen and do what you have and feed the kid and you do it like i i see that and the reason that like i see that you come home from work or or a plane is going by so yeah so to me it's like sometimes I remember back in April um, my brothers and I came to Ghana that was like two three months ago and we came and then it's like you were like you were so busy always in the kitchen you know cooking for us and then it's like you watch all of us sit down and eat before you even eat and we're always saying mama you to sit down and eat you know like look after yourself too but it's almost like it's in your i don't know whether <laughs> it's because like you were you were raised here and you were mm. raised under the like where it was like that is what women are supposed to do so even though 
you do work or you do go out and do what you have to do, you still come home and feel like these are all the duties you still need to perform. Yeah, very interesting. And I would say a mouthful. A, a yeah. big mouthful. Yeah. But what I would say mm-hmm. is that uh, gradually things are changing. Right. Because gone were the days, you know, when you are talking about the roles of uh, women, mm-hmm. you have to really get to get to know the genesis. Right. Because traditionally, the women were actually not working. Okay. It was uh, the man who actually, you know, will go out, mm-hmm. work, and then, exactly. you know, the woman will be in the house. So really, being a housewife, even though it wasn't recognized as such, it's really work. It is. So if you are in the house, you are also a housewife. In fact, I remember some of my training where I do have uh, some teaching aids. Mm-hmm. What do you do? The person will say, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just a, I'm housewife. Just a housewife. Exactly. And then we'll sit the person down and just let you know that, you know, a chef gets paid, mm-hmm. a cleaner gets paid. Exactly. So whatever you are doing, if you compute it, paid, and definitely, definitely, you know, you are working. Yeah. And in fact, I would say that uh, FIDA and other women organizations, we have actually advocated in this area so much that even in Ghana now, our laws are said that even if you are a woman and you haven't worked a day, <laughs> you know, it is taken just like in the Western world that the properties are owned by both of parties course. yeah because your work also contributed to whatever property mm-hmm. that uh, has been acquired so gradually it is changing so coming to your question about how do you blend or marry you know how Reconcile do you handle it, it? Yeah. you are a gender advocate yet when you come to the house you know your wifely roles you yeah. play it but i must say that it depends on each household right because now most men, even though you may not see them in the kitchen, they may be helping in other ways, just mm-hmm. like maybe laying the table or maybe dusting or doing some chores. Gone were the days when the men would just sit down because we have seen some cases where, in fact, you know, in Ghana mm-hmm. and in most African countries, we are blessed with the fact that we do have uh, nannies or house yeah. helps. They do help a lot, yeah. so that you know you do have the division of labor mm-hmm. also on that aspect. They will be helping, maybe you know, with the cooking of the food or minding the children. But whatever it is, your supervisory role as a wife continues. And I would say maybe your maternal role, because uh, you yourself wouldn't feel so comfortable if you are just sitting down and then you don't go to the kitchen to see whatever is happening. So it is Why? in you. Yeah, I see, it, I'm yeah. okay. That's what I'm saying. It is, well, maybe you can say that maybe it's the upbringing or whatever, but then yeah. you don't take it as if, you know. It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing or it's mm. a chore. Somehow or the other, you know. But then because I, feel I always like, say, yeah, okay. yeah, I always say that I will do everything. But what I don't like doing is being ordered to do something. I know. You know, do this, do this. That one takes me back. But then you do it naturally. And it comes to a situation where you don't consider it as a chore, you yeah. know. And then when it is appreciated, and when your husband or your partner also appreciates whatever you are doing, then the whole thing becomes give and take. So in so, many cases, so you are saying yeah. that the work is your give, and then the appreciation is the take. No. Okay. No, 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 not at all. All that I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is that in a family situation, mm-hmm. we try to blend the rules okay. to such a point that. When I am in the kitchen, you know, cooking, 
and uh, my husband is also maybe laying the table or also doing whatever needs to be done okay. at the end of the day both of you are sitting down and you are all enjoying it you know as if you know at the end of the day you are doing something for the family without necessarily considering it that you know it is my role and all that you do it i would say you do it with joy without you know somebody holding something like a stick against your head that but then no, it's you like have to do, but yeah. for some reason i feel like i would even prefer yeah. the stick on me than me feeling that that is my duty do you understand it's like i will prefer yeah that i don't feel like doing it you are the one forcing me to do it than me feeling like inherently this is what i need to do let me put it this way uh-huh. somehow or the i would think that you know when you are in a, li- a relationship mm-hmm. and then also there are children there mm-hmm. your maternal instincts you know will come and blend with everything that is in the house what about the paternal instinct that one too is there okay. but you know you are talking about yourself right yeah so the fact that maybe your partner is not doing it wouldn't refrain you from doing it okay you know because you want your children you know to feel i mean that there's something on the table likewise maybe you know the whole family so that is how the whole thing and then the appreciation that goes with you cannot actually also take it but that doesn't mean that you are doing for the appreciation Mm -hmm. but then you are doing it you are molding the family and then you don't consider it as a show that is yeah interesting you know and then in that environment also it's not only the choice but how are your voice even heard yeah how are discussions going on in the family you know is it a question of every time just being because, quiet like i mean or just listening? i think my like what i get is that if let's say you are a housewife right yes and then so that is like it's your job yes yes you know it's it is a job because it's a lot of work to do so yes. it's us so you know you guys you and your partner are really um sharing the roles because you are looking after the house and then he is going to get the money yes but if it's a situation where both people are going to get money like so it's almost like that idea of you having like two jobs because it's like you're going to get money and then you come home and then for some reason i don't know and i don't want to seem so you know hard on like the men or this thing but i don't feel like men really have that kind of urge to to, it's almost like if it's not done it won't be done very interesting you know we have actually discussed uh most of the questions that you are we are discussing mm-hmm. in a typical you know as it training atmosphere okay and what we have done you know with with our women mm-hmm. and i would say that maybe typically the african woman i wouldn't yeah. even restrict it to Ghanaian woman yeah is okay. that uh, at first you know we have to deal with what we call socialization okay when boys and girls are growing yeah the way they are socialized it's you different, know yeah. so then now what we are trying to do mothers and maybe women folk is to sit down and consider the way we bring up both mm-hmm. our boys and girls because we have seen and in fact nowadays you know when we are doing a workshop and all it isn't just the women you bring the men also okay so, so that you know okay. the whole thing becomes you know holistic and what we are hearing from the men they are saying that you never even brought us to the kitchen so we don't even know how to cook rice or okay, whatever so it's like that, yeah it is exactly it's le- like it's a learned behavior, it's a learned like, behavior. So and unlearn- who really yeah. and then the question comes is no is 
the mothers or the wives who have actually prevented us from mm. even helping because there it are many situations. Yeah, sense. there are many situations when the men will come to the kitchen and the wife will say, "Please just go and sit down. Just, just don't come and interfere." You wouldn't even know mm. what I have done. And they've come up with their stories. It's true. I mean, I, I hear yeah. that a lot. That you know, even you know, who was I watching? I think yeah, I was watching um an interview with this author Chimamanda Adichie. Okay, she's also like a feminist. She's Nigerian, okay. and she was saying how you know, like women and stuff like if the their husbands are changing the baby's diapers then the wife will come and say no 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 you're doing it wrong so it's like you are just teaching exactly. them to not do you are telling them don't you don't know even how to hold the baby the yeah. baby is crying please don't pick the baby from the kitchen you, you are in, shouting yeah. don't please pick the baby up i will come so and then do it's it. interesting what you're saying is yeah. so interesting because then it's like it's learned on both sides because it's like like i even remember you know when i a long time ago maybe like eight or ten years ago i went to california and then grandma was saying lady i have to teach you how to make um soups and stuff because then you'll be cooking for your husband so it's like it's just it's land on both sides but at the same time you know she won't ask maybe my brothers or jeffrey like come and cook you know you so it's i i get i now this understand as opposed to you who is like you actually send recipes to tony tony is my oldest brother yeah. to tony and stuff i mean tony soups i can't even make soup, make soup like, like how that. tony exactly. does so that makes sense yes. i get it okay and in fact it came to a point when we were even when we are really trying you know as we are having these conversations with our women and the men we too we are revising, you know, the way we go about things because then we will so just say that, mm-hmm. yeah. We will say, look at the best cooks in the world. Yeah. Who are they? Then we see them say, oh, it's actually men. men. Because yeah. it comes to a point when you have to define who is a woman. And mm. definition will be women are defined by the rules. Women, you know, are in the kitchen. Mm. They cook. And then they are the they dressmakers. Clean. They weep. Mm. You know, so all this now are some of the things, you know, that we put on women and men and then we describe them according to what we think they should do and feel. That women uh, always are weepy, they are emotional, men never cry and all those things. I know, and then I know they have this saying in tree, like bear means that means men don't cry. Exactly. Which doesn't make sense. Why do we all human beings? Uh Yeah. And that women are so dainty and they are good with needles. But yeah. then look at the best dressmakers, you know, they are also... Ma- so we have to try to blend, you know, the demarcation. Yeah. So these are wow. the roles that we pass so on men and women. So yeah. then it's, it's very deep. Like, it's not yes. surface. Like, you can't no, no, go no, and no, just no, be no. like... You can't judge. And yet, you can also judge the mothers. So, you know, then the, the whole thing became a bit judgmental because you will meet some of the men saying now uh, it's just because you know my wife even wouldn't allow and because you know the women have brought this sense on themselves women are their own enemies not you know? really so then we will just it's have a, to it's say a that chicken, not even chicken egg it's yeah. almost like you can't really bl- that's just no, how no, society no, that's how society has yeah. grown so then we have to unlearn mm-hmm. because well 
he wouldn't allow even to, even to come to the kitchen and help. Right. And if I try to make a soup, he would just come and say, come and see what your father did. And I will be coming on a laughing stock. Yeah. You know, so these are the things. And so it's a question of really now trying to, so you then know, it starts teach with your, the exactly, teach your boys, you know, also if you are calling the girl to come and, come learn and learn. Something uh, for the boy too. Yeah. And we are getting there because, you know, the socialization aspect is going on yeah so that you know we are trying i don't know maybe i haven't like really seen enough ghanaian families like i know for sure like even how my brothers raise my nephews and my nieces like i can tell that there's no difference like it's all it doesn't matter like you cook you Hmm. you um salvi you sweep salvi and max those are my nephews tony's kids like i remember sometime they were actually like growing flowers and stuff like they had a garden which like normally you think it's like women are the ones that like flowers but no it's like it's all blended like simone thems do whatever boys do so I think that here I haven't really I I don't want to say that it doesn't exist because I just haven't yeah. noticed it I haven't exactly. been put in a situation to see but yeah. it will be good in the schools in the schools and the textbooks coming out now you see you know because at times some of these things are reinforced by what we see yeah because if you look at the textbooks oh yeah you see am I sweeping am I sweeping Kofi is Kofi, learning Kofi is learning Kofi is, Kofi playing, is playing football, football. yeah you know now also we do have female uh, I mean. Uh, league of course yeah on soccer black queens yeah whatever. black queens and all so the education is going on that's yeah. what uh, you know a woman can do a man who can do so that's so, that so does it mean that like it's almost no hope in the grown level so does it mean that if you're already like if you're already married or you're about to be married and you're in africa like it's it's extremely difficult like you have to focus on rather the kids than to no we wouldn't me say personally so. it'll be difficult for me to we just wouldn't say so you know that. we always really come back to the respect each one you know has for the other yeah it's so important and in a situation where we hope to say you know i would even like to use the word love because that's been abused so much yeah. but where there's respect yeah you know for both parties you can see that respect born out of love and born out of the fact that you know you all need peace and yeah. harmony to stay together you wouldn't get a partner who always cross you know the leg and see you maybe doing all the chores yeah. in the house what may happen is that Maybe, you know, he will do the sweeping and yeah. do the other things. And then he knows that maybe you are in the kitchen yeah, doing, something. doing something. And then eventually say, you know Division what, I am not even coming to the kitchen because I really, I don't even know how to cook an egg. Yeah. And then you wouldn't laugh, but you say, no, what, you know, this is sad. Let so me teach I wouldn't say that or there's you no even, uh, even exactly. maybe for dinner tonight, we'll eat a sandwich exactly. because that's what you can make. And not that one even you are tired. You say, please get out, I need my dinner. Uh-huh. That one then it becomes, you know, master and servant relationship <laughs> yeah. and every no i wouldn't say there's no hope there is hope but then it needs to there be should learned. be you know that harmony and respect and you know and then there should be what is the word dedication for the relationship to work yeah and if a relationship is to work each other will do his or her bit yeah yeah i just hope that you know like that wouldn't go 
back to being like, okay, I just want peace in the house, so I will just no. do all the chores. No, you know, as I always say, it takes two to tango. Yeah. Because you will be fatigued. If yeah. there is really a relationship and you are the personally always apologizing and all that, you know, there will be a time when you will just say, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, Ghana, we have this uh, proverb, Pokum Faninku. Can you translate it? Uh, maybe you can translate it. Yeah, yeah. so that just means yeah. that. Um, Let's if, we just go without any yeah, if, comment if or someone, whatever. If yeah. someone is irritating me or something, I and I take a shower instead of asking that person for lotion, I will just go have my my dry skin skin, skin yes. dried yes. up. Yeah. So really, where really you both of you? That's why I always insist there should be that mutual cooperation. Respect Each and everything. one trying to make the whole relationship work. Yeah. One person can't carry the whole load. Yeah. No, no, you will just break down. So then, okay, so let me ask you this. Before, like, you went to law school and, like, as growing up as a child, like a female child, or how was it, like, did you feel the need to do, like, just, because I know you have, like, many brothers, so was it like you were doing, the girls were doing the housework and the boys were doing the, uh, going to school or learning? I, I, I always say that. Uh, because I've heard stories. Yeah, we were so lucky. And I always say that my father was, I always say that, uh, was really <laughs> gender, gender sensitive before even the word yeah, came about. Because yeah, because the stories that I've heard <laughs> about grandpa is yes. that it was actually reversed. Reversed. So he made the guys do the oh, housework yes. and then the girls were oh, the ones yes. learning. And That's he even, awesome. He will even make sure that if you are all watching TV and then, of course, we were many. Mm-hmm. And my dad had a, you know, situation where you would just go and, you know, get many, you know, adopted children and yeah. families and all. So to a point that, you know, the girls, you know, we are always giving preferential treatment. Yeah. We will be seated and the girls, uh, the, the boys, boys will be standing while watching TV or anything right. like that, you know. So, and but if do you, you want know, to like, take us out, yeah, you will even prefer to take the girls out and then leave the boys. So yeah. what was his, that's very interesting. I really wished I could have met grandpa because mm. I just have so many questions for him. But do you think he did it on purpose like he knew what society was or he knew what the outside world was so he wanted to build the confidence of the girls at home to face the world or did he, that was justice mm. like do you think he he yeah. had a plan i think somehow or the other he knew mm. that in most homes this was the case. girls are really looked down upon and that if uh, well maybe the the boys have actually rich yeah I think now you know gender advocates especially the women we are being accused that we are focusing so much on, on the, the girl girls. child, why yeah. the boy children, it's you like, know. It's like yeah. Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Yeah, like you're and we on. used to tell them that, you know what, the boys have really reached a level, and it's just like a handicapped game, you know, you just want the if other there one wasn't, to come up. If, if there wasn't yeah. any reason, there wouldn't be, like, you wouldn't be focusing on the girls. Exactly. If equality existed, it wouldn't why be a we question. Would be exactly. That so, is it. So, but then, it comes to a it's point, like you know, just action. like affirmative action. Exactly. It's a temporary action. Yeah. You get to a station, then when you know you have to then level it and the playing field. But are we there now? No, Ghana, we are not there. We are all. nowhere close. You, know, you nowhere go to close. Make most of the balls. You know, I always just look at it. Any picture that I see, I know. I say, how many girls are? How many boys? You know, and I, I used to tell them always wear the gender lens wherever you are. Immediately cast your mind and yeah. see. So I always see things. You know between girls and boys, boys yeah and i'm very sensitive to that 
but that doesn't mean that because of that you know you become a feminist feminist so that you know you are always seeing things you no, know i think that that's the thing that's why here. that's why i think like every time you say the word feminist you have to or feminism you have to define it in your terms because exactly. now everyone uses like you know we have like the the ones that are like man haters those are also like those are feminists like they just say every like they just abuse this everything they're just man haters they just say every bad thing about men then you have the ones that you know they feel like you you can you should just expose your body and walk around because you're a feminist why not so i think when you are using the term you define it as oh, what yes. it means to as you because that. it can be misinterpreted to you yeah exactly Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds good. So, but what do, what message do you have to me, for me? Because you know yeah. me personally, <laughs> it won't be a situation yes. where I am going to the kitchen if like it's no, it's no. it's going to be. I remember, I think it was, I think that same time when Grandma asked, told me that, no, lady, you have to lend these soups because your husband will like like um peanut butter soup or palm nut soup, and then I just told Grandma that yeah, well, if he likes it, he can make it because I don't eat it. So, yeah, my advice to you, and uh, I wouldn't say to you alone, to but to yeah, all you know, young ladies, mm-hmm. yeah, would be that uh, you don't draw a line mm-hmm. between you know what a woman should do and mm-hmm, a man should mm-hmm. do, and you don't carry it also to the household. All that you know mm-hmm. is that you are doing something that you love. I always just say that, you know, do something that you will enjoy. Yeah. Something that will promote life. Something that will also, uh, you know, evoke respect from both sides. Yeah. Okay. So let me, not to interrupt, but let me just say this. Like, I don't want to generalize it and and just be so broad, but who really loves to sweep? Who really loves to cook? I mean, some people do love cooking, but... You know, it's almost like these are need-based things. These are things that you need to do. Like, you need to eat. You need to sleep, live in a clean environment. So, it will be very difficult to determine what to do based on what you love. So, can you give, like, yeah. a, like a deeper... Yeah, what, what I mean is that, let's just take a situation where you have your partner or you are married. Yeah. And you are living in a home. Yeah. Of course, nobody, just like you said, Nobody likes, you know, a dirty environment and all that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know. And these are things that both parties can talk about. Yeah. So we'll uh, decide, yeah, with decide who decide, does You know, what. the house chores. You know, that, you know, if it's a question of just saying that, you know, please don't throw your trousers just over here <laughs> yeah. or just don't do, you know, I think it's something that comes naturally with that. Letting it be as if uh, you are making it a... Uh, a very dry, hard and dry and fast rules. Okay, so yeah. let so me you, take it back personal yes. to you. Uh-huh. Why do you like? Why is it the love? Like you just love to come home tired, straight to the kitchen, or do you just like how, why yeah. do you do it so? Like let what? Me just say because you've been doing it for a long for a long, long time. time. Let me just say that it's just a question of. Uh, personality mm-hmm. you know and you are made of many parts yeah here am i like i'm saying i'm a gender advocate yeah here am i i'm a lawyer yeah here am i i'm a woman mm-hmm. here am i being a you know a, a wife and here am i being a mother mm-hmm. so you are a complete whole 
So really, when you come and you are doing something, mm -hmm. it's not something that even you are thinking that because I am a wife, I'm a woman, I'm doing this. You know, you've just come. And uh, normally, you know, we will say and it will actually be contested. But a woman makes a home. Mm -hmm. We are not saying a woman per se. But a woman, you know, somehow the, the man is the household. I mean, is the head of the household. That doesn't mean that, you know, he's just someone who will just uh, be, always be ordering you and all. But then you give that mutual respect. She, he also respects you. The house, when he comes to the house, you know, the kitchen immediately I come, you know, I want to see what we'll be eating, wherever, whatever. It doesn't mean that maybe I prepare. That's why I say that, you know, in Africa, we are so lucky that we but do have the... But then I feel yeah. like it's, and I, I think this goes back to what we were saying, that yeah. it's so learned, like yes. it's a learned thing, because yes. even the fact that you come home and that's like your first instinct is yes. to go to the kitchen and see, what I think, because that's not my first instinct, okay. you know, so I think it's a learned thing where it's like in your mind, maybe as a mom or as a wife that's what you need exactly. to do even though you still know that it's not really my duty or i'm nobody's forcing me to do it it's i think it's a learned thing that because you were maybe raised, raised. how you were raised or exactly. maybe grandma was the one cooking in the kitchen so it's like based on what you saw like this that's what like maybe you define like wife or mom to be like just to make sure that the home and the kitchen and everything is fine but that's interesting yes i mean i don't because you, know, you, you are many parts yeah and you know the interest i know thing. i understand yeah. like what you said like you are many parts i i understand i i agree i understood and agreed until you reached the point where you said you are a wife you are a mom and stuff because it's almost like once you say that you have like pre um predefined whatever of like what a wife's duty is so it's like you're a wife you're a mother so that means when i come home i have to do this do this that's how i get it but i'm not opposed like i don't judge what you do it's just i've always found it so interesting to me like how like you know maybe we'll come from fida and then it's like or you come from far away like dealing with all these girl issues and then when immediately like you come home then i'll just see like a different role a story okay a very good story that actually happened. We had a, one of our case studies where, you know, at FIDA, like we are telling the women, mm -hmm. just, you know, try to be assertive. Yes. Now, you know, you know that we are talking of equality. Yeah. But then also, we are not talking of one person, you know, being uh, over the other. You know, yeah. All that we are trying to talk is equality Balance. and balancing. Yeah. And then, of course, you know that things haven't been like that in the home no. so now you have actually come and it appears as if now all of a sudden you think that you found your freedom we are not saying that because of that immediately oh. you go home you know then you this is dinner ready whoever said that a woman's role is to go and cook mm. you know you to come to the kitchen and cook and then you know then it causes you, it causes you know so grips. it should be more of a conversation exactly than... that's where did i go to learn this is it you know, but I can yeah. understand. I mean, I I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree with it. But I can understand. Like, if you you, you haven't had a, a voice all this time, and then you go somewhere. Oh, sorry, a plane is passing by. This is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> because we have few cases like that. Like then the men and will be mad the at men you. Came and then they are and like, they you guys us. are giving these. You people. know what they said. You know, a man really walked into our office and he said, you know what. 
you feed that people <laughs> you are disrupting you know marriages. marriages because you know most of you are what should i disgruntled oh uh, women and then who you have want been, to make who don't even you know have husbands and you are divorcees and you want to you know split mess our up families up. mess up with oh, our families boy. yes that's also so not very really smart what of we, them. yeah of course yeah of course anybody who holds power wouldn't just give it out free yeah so what we normally tell the ladies or you know uh our trainees is that you know even though we are teaching you or no even it's not <laughs> a question of teaching you even though you know we are really opening your eyes or yeah. maybe giving you voices it isn't something that is overnight yeah it's but i can understand like what i was you saying go, before you also the... discuss with your husband yeah you know, and then please can please darling can you come and help me you know put this on the file yeah cajole and but, co- but that's not what he has but, been brought up i know but what i what i was saying before the plane passed by yeah. is that even though i don't agree with how the women yeah. do it i can understand because imagine like not having a voice your whole life and not even knowing that you didn't have a voice and then somebody has told you that guess what you have a voice like yes. you just immediately that's, you go home you are also you a, know, person. a person yeah you know but then we are saying that you know it takes two to tango <laughs> so really that's you know funny. it's a question of just saying you know can you come and help me now yeah. i'm tired you know and where there's love the yeah. person can give in so i just want have you the, had all places? the discussion that you know all discussion should be situated yeah in on a, an environment of respect yeah. and love and then you can see that you need even become a chore you yeah. enjoy doing it because the other person is also, also doing, doing another thing yeah. to help yeah all right mm-hmm. i think that's yeah really, i think that that's is a it. good topic so you answered positive. my question yeah. <laughs> you answered my question yes yeah so in all things you know being an advocate for gender equality doesn't mean that you are going around you know changing all things just by the twinkle of an eye it takes time of course. because just like you said you know it's a socialization yeah and the other party has been socialized to be the dominant party and it takes time forever yeah forever for the person to know that you know what equality doesn't mean subjugation yeah so these are some of yeah all right well thank you so hopefully next week we'll come back yeah. with a, another interesting topic okay all thank right you. i've enjoyed this okay thanks yeah.